Welcome to Hope Anchors, everybody. I'm Johnny. And I'm Sean. And together we want to share the hope that anchors the very core of who we are to all that Jesus is. Hey, Johnny, in Hebrews 6.19, did you know that it reads, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure? I think I've heard that somewhere before. Uh, Maybe once or twice. Yeah. Well, we uh, started a brand new series where we're looking at what Jesus said about himself. These are what have been um, called the I am's of Jesus. There are seven statements where he makes these claims about himself. And it's their statements about something that is real to us that reveals something about him. And last week we talked about him saying that he is the bread of life. I am the bread of life. This week, I am the light of the world. Yep. We're going to continue uh, in the book of John. Yep. Uh, and today we're just happen to be in chapter eight. Yep. So, uh, to be the light of the world. Now, once again, we're not talking. I mean, last week we kind of talked a little bit about how um, this is not a um, an earthly uh, hunger from last week being the bread. Uh, and this week we're not really talking about a earthly light that that is you know going to shine. But we are, but we're not hmm. in a way. But we're still talking more on a spiritual level of what it really means. Um, and what Jesus is really telling us about being the light uh, in the equal, to, to just to kind of put this into a little bit of perspective, maybe light uh, of the spiritual life. And that's what we are living. We are living within that, that light that God shines upon us. Um, sin is sometimes equal to death or sin is death. And when we think of death, death is darkness. Yeah. So when we're in sin, we're in darkness. And to be with Jesus, to be part of righteousness, to be a part of life, we need that light to shine into us. Mm -hmm. So think of that way. Light equals life. Death equals uh, darkness. So a couple of things as we're starting. One is that you're hearing a conversation between two friends, uh, you know, of what we've kind of investigated together. This is uh, usually uh, a continuing of the conversation based off of uh, what we've been speaking on a Sunday morning. Uh, but the other thing is, is that I, I, as I've been, and Sean can attest to this, as we've been looking at light in scripture, there is probably no greater metaphor for who God is and where he lives and who Jesus is than this I am, this I, you know, I am the light. Yeah. I'll tell you what, to be honest, uh, when people, I've been involved with several Bible studies. I've known people that's read the Bible, and uh, it's it really fascinates me when you know somebody that just reads the Bible as a book. I mean, it's a fantastic book, mm-hmm. but if you don't have the light inside of you to really allow these that that light to shine on these words, it's just a book. Well, it's interesting you say that because one of the verses that I had pulled up. Uh, Paul says in Ephesians 1.18, he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance. Hmm. And so there has to be, and Jesus will even say this, and this is, this is something that God's very presence, the Holy Spirit does for us, is that he helps us 
gain understanding about what we're reading. So it's always, always a good practice that before you even dive into reading the word, that you would pray to the author of the word that you would get understanding. So the the eyes of your heart, <laughs> you know, th- that that what you can see from the very core of who you are would be enlightened, <laughs> that there would be um, an enlightening uh, in a sense of what you may of what you're reading so that I mean for for many of us you can read a passage of scripture and maybe you get something out of it one year that you uh, didn't get three years ago yep. you know it, it's crazy how that happens but um, that's that's absolutely one of those word pictures that you know he is the light but we also need to be enlightened that the eyes of our hearts must be enlightened for us to understand that uh, yeah and it's it is kind of amazing when you, you're talking about how you can read a passage one day and then come back a year later life is different circumstances are different and you're ready to God's ready to reveal another hidden gem mm-hmm. in that same exact reading. And you read it, and it's like, oh my goodness, yeah. does it really say that? Yeah, I didn't even see that a year ago, or just last week. Uh, we had it even in our Bible study uh, a couple of weeks ago, where we all read the same passage, mm. and somebody said something, and it was like, oh my goodness, that, that how it just revealed. Uh, we were in the book of Daniel, and how Jesus was revealed mm. during this one, you know, the statement. Mm. And it was just everybody's eyes were just like, oh, my goodness. And we mm-hmm. saw the triune God here revealed in the book of Daniel. It was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Psalm 119, for example, verses, I, I love these two verses. Verse 105 says, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. And verse 130 uh, simply just says, the unfolding of your words gives light. Mm-hmm. It gives understanding to the simple which I think it's so interesting. I, I've known people that have, um, they're theologians, they have their masters in divinity, they study all these authors, and they, they have all these opinions of all these other people. And I have said something to them on a simple scripture reading that has revealed things to them, and they go, how did that, wait, I yeah. never even saw that. Mm. Well, I think I'm that simple person. That's that it gives understanding to the simple, and that's me. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm not a theologian, I don't have a master's of divinity. Uh, you know, I only have a master, and that's God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just sometimes when you have that light, when the Holy Spirit is inside of you and dwells in you and lives through you, He reveals so many secrets and hidden gems that are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Somebody that doesn't, and I know people that don't have the Holy Spirit with them, and they read Scripture, and they are like left in the darkness. Hmm. They're they're still blinded because they haven't accepted God. They haven't accepted that Holy Spirit, and so therefore they're just reading words, and they don't get the meaning yet. Hmm. Um, and so I think this is where when he says, I am the light, when you believe in him, he can show you things that hey, sometimes it's pretty scary because you've lived in this darkness for a long time and he's going to expose those things to you because now, you know, it's easy to live in the darkness and live in sin and nobody can see me. I don't want anybody to see me. But when you're ready to, when God shines his light on you and he's like, I want you, mm-hmm. I want you. And you accept that light, you accept that invitation and you let that light shine in. Oh my goodness. You look around and you see the darkness where you've been dwelling in. It's like, oh, this is an ugly place. 
He's like, I've got something for you. Mm. Here, let me reveal some things to you that is just amazing and that you can live in today. Just like last week mm. where Jesus had this I am statement and there was a, an invitation. He says, you know, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger and thirst. Um, right here we have, uh, again, another I am statement and an invitation. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And John is going to actually bring up this whole idea of walking in the light and walking in the darkness quite a bit, not only in his gospel, but also in the letters where actually, you know, uh, down the road this this year, we're going to spend some time in John's letters. Um, but he talks about the whole idea of walking in light or walking in darkness. And that word walk, I, I do love the the passages that talk about walking with God. I mean, there's a really short one in the Old Testament that's, you know, Enoch walked with God. I love that idea because I, I do. I love being outside. I love actually literally walking, you know, step by step with God. But this means to conduct your life in that light, mm. to to actually live your life in the light of God. And so John, you know, he brings this up in First John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. He says, this is the message that we've heard from him and declare to you that God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So it's just this whole idea of conducting your life, conducting the affairs of your life, everything that you do, everything that you are in in the light of God. It's it's so much different than saying, well, I did devotions you know, where you, you spend, you know, a little bit of time in the morning and, and reading scriptures. And that's a great practice. Yeah. But, uh, you know, God was never supposed to be uh, sectioned off to one time period of your life or even in one part of your world. You know, uh, for me right now, since it's cold outside, I love waking up, turning the fire on. I, I Back in my old house, I used to light a fire, but now I can just uh, flip a switch and it turns on. It's actual flames, but it's gas. But, you know, it, it does. It does the trick. But that's my favorite place to to spend some time with him. You know, when it's warmer, it's being out, out back and uh, or in my sunroom, whatever it might be. But but got, what he's saying here is that we need to conduct the affairs of our lives in the light of God. And Jesus says, I am not just your light. I am the light of the world. Hmm. You know, when we have a light... Uh, it, it's just, I think about living in darkness and, uh, you know, if we, I could turn our light off in the studio right now and I couldn't see you, Johnny, uh, may not be a bad thing at times, but, mm-hmm. but just to be able to see the world that God has created, it, it's, it's, yes, at times it can be so ugly, but there's so much beauty in this world and it's because of the light that God shines upon it. And we, we miss out on so much when we just have our sunglasses on and we don't want to see what this world really has to offer us. I mean, we all want to focus on the kingdom of heaven. But how many times have we heard the kingdom of heaven is near? It's right here. Mm-hmm. It's right with us. If we allow that light to shine, um, you know, and, and yes, we're not supposed to look at the sun, this bright orange hmm. thing that's in the sky. Um, but I kind of told you earlier, I said the moon does not 
have a light of its own. It's a reflection of the sun. And that's what we are. Mm -hmm. We are that reflection of the sun, the son of God. And we just reflect that light. If you allow his light to penetrate us, it's going to shine through us. And that's the beautiful thing. You want to see God here on earth. Allow people to see him through your actions, through mm. your deeds. It's You don't earn yourself a place in salvation. You don't earn anything. But if you just allow God to shine through you, through your works, through your deeds, through your life, just living it for God, his light is so bright. So majestic. Yeah, Jesus said that in the Sermon on the Mount that, you know, that our actions in God actually shine before others so that they may see our good deeds and then praise our Father in heaven. So there is something about our lives that as we're conducting the very, uh, you know, everything about our lives in the light of God, that that it actually shines a light on who God is and that others can see that. They can actually see God through us through our actions, through our motives, through our, through our words and the way that we say that, you know, the, by the way that you're encouraging other people, they can see that light of God in and through you. And the only way that you really get that light um, to shine, uh, the way that God's going to shine his light through you and with you, and we've said this over and over, is to have that relationship with him, mm-hmm. to know him and to allow him to truly know you. Um, to get into his word, allow the words to speak to you, to allow his word to be that lamp. Um, you know, and, and I think so much about what I do on a daily basis. We just got done with a series um, called This Is Us, where we took a look at our core values. And this light shines a bright, bright light on who you are and what you do, the very core of who you are. And so when he says, I am the light, you know, and we are to share this light, Hmm. we're not supposed to, uh, there's a passage and I can't read, I don't have it directly on um, up here with me, but there's a passage about, we are a beacon on a hill that oh, should yeah. not be covered. That's a uh, sermon on the Mount again. I mean, yeah, in so, Matthew. you know, here we are. We, we're well, supposed to let and, that shine. And that's where he, so, you know, Jesus makes this, this, I am statement. I am the light of the world. But in his sermon on the Mount, he says, you are the light of the world. And this is something that Sean and I were talking about earlier, that we aren't just like the moon's brightness doesn't come from the moon. It actually comes as a reflection from the sun. We reflect the sun, not S U N, but we reflect the S O N. Yeah that it's our lives that reflect his glory. And that's what we do with this podcast. That's what we do with, um, you know, that's what you do on Sunday mornings with the message. And, and but we do this at a larger scale. We, we must do this. If every person that, that believes in God, just believes in him, would allow him to shine through the love that he has, to share that love, to share that light, how much better would this world be? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many people that are uh, just, they're, they're, they want to deny who God is. They want to live in darkness. And let me tell you, if we united and got together and shined God's light, it would be so powerful. 
this is something that John said in the beginning of his gospel. He talked about the fact that, you know, um, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning and through him, all things were made. We're talking about the current light, the sun, the actual universe. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. And he says, in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. But then he goes on and talks about the fact how, you know, he came to his own people, but his own people did not recognize him. Creation didn't recognize him at first. Um, and so, you know, when you recognize him, when you receive him, that's when you receive that that light of life and you live in the light. Hmm. Wow. Let's just go back to the beginning of time with, with Genesis. <laughs> Let there be light. Let there be light. Yeah. Because there was darkness at first. Yeah. About form and void. Let there be light. Yeah. Um, you know, which which is exactly what we need. And we need, uh, I, I don't know about you, Johnny, but or anybody else that's out there. If you live in the state of Indiana, all right, during the winter months, um, even my doctor says that, you know, I have a vitamin D deficiency. Hmm. But I live in the state of Indiana, and almost every resident of the state of Indiana has a vitamin D deficiency because we do not get enough sunlight. Mm. Um, I go a little stir crazy every February and I try to go somewhere where there is the sun, the warmth. There's something about that that is just so um, invigorating. Yeah. I, I feel like you guys, a new you guys person. Get away to Arizona. Right? I go to Arizona quite yeah. a bit. I love the dry heat. Uh, but, you know, I know you're getting ready to, to take off and uh, head down to Florida. Head down to Florida. Florida's great, uh, you know, but it, there's something about. The warmth yeah. of a, of the of the sun, even when it's chilly here, and That's, you can get outside and you can just feel the sunshine. Yeah, and the wind's not blowing, so it's like, oh, you know what? It could be thirty five degrees outside, and the sun just feels so good. Mm-hmm. There's something about that richness of the sun, and and that's exactly what Jesus says that's who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am that richest that richness that you just desire, that that warmth, that just that comfort of of what it feels like to be in that that glow. Yeah. Oh. It's yeah. like that is exact I am getting a little goosebumps. Right <laughs> we need light to see by. Ugh. And sometimes it doesn't take a whole lot. I mean we've got you know I, I just um we have when my wife used to work for um, uh, a company where she was working nights and, you know, during the day she'd have to sleep. So we got these, you know, light uh, darkening shades so mm-hmm. that the, the bedroom could remain pitch black, you know, while it's daytime. But it's just amazing that if, you know, that was open just a touch. It brightens the whole room. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. you know, we, we need light to see by and you need God's light to see spiritually. You you need his light to see what's actually going on in your life. You need his light. You need him to shed light on truth. You need him to shed light on, on reality. Uh, But you know, the, yeah, that sunlight warms us. And and that's exactly what, what Jesus is saying about him being in the light is that he wants us to live in that, that warmth of, of his glow, not the coldness of, of darkness. Yeah. And, I have been uh, upfront and honest uh, with with our listeners, with you out there um, in our Hope Anchors world, um, and, and I have shared probably more with you than I have with some of my other close friends uh, about my past. And, and I will say this, when it comes to the light, um, 
I had no idea how dark my life really was, mm-hmm. um, how, how deep and dangerous and dark my life that I was living in was. Uh, and then the more light was that was being shined on me and I got to be more into the word and the word was giving me more life, more light. Um, I'm able to see today where those dark places were. And I can see where those dark places start to creep up into my life today. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's kind of interesting to all of a sudden I see that path of darkness because God is shining a light to avoid, mm-hmm. to stay away from. I, I see that serpent mm. that's that's calling me. And uh, so the light is not just something that is, you know, makes you feel great, but it will expose things to you to help you avoid the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the darkness calls a lot uh, to a lot of people. So if you're out there and you're, and you're living in the darkness and you're living in that, you know, you, you want the light so bad, uh, you know, reach out to us. We'll pray with you, pray mm-hmm. for you. Uh, my heart breaks for you right now because it's, it's not the easiest thing uh, to follow that light uh, at times. Each of us have experienced this truth, but Paul says in Colossians 1.13, he says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his beloved son. Mm. Uh, love that passage. One of my favorites. Um, but just the whole idea is that, you know, he has rescued us from a dominion, from a kingdom Gosh. of darkness. And that's something that we may, you know, we, we don't see. We, we might see it in, oh, you know, it's terrible what, what, what this one leader of this one country is doing to other people. Uh, or, you know, we see it in, you know, the, the news, you know, we hear about people and how they mistreat others or, or kill others. And we see it in there. But we a lot of times don't see that demeanor of darkness in our own lives until we're exposed to the light. Yeah. And, and I will say, look around for your friends, uh, people. Please look out for your friends, your neighbors, your loved ones. Um, suicide is a terrible thing. Mm. And we sometimes we don't see the darkness, that dominion that they're living in right now. Um, please reach out and talk to somebody. And my goodness, that is that is the ultimate darkness that sometimes we we can't find a way out. And there is a way out. Um, so please just reach out to people. Look out for your neighbors. Be that light. Be that light mm. that God's calling you to be. And let his love shine through you. Um, be the best neighbor that you can be. Um, sometimes, uh, I know a lot of times we want to think that this this world's all about me, but it's not. Hmm. Um, God has a desire to be with you, but he has a desire for that one more. Who's your one we mm-hmm. just got done talking about mm-hmm. uh, in our last series. And, and folks, I'm telling you, this light that Jesus is, is a light to be shared. Mm-hmm. You have been entrusted with this light. And we've talked about that word entrusted. And entrusted does not mean you get to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, so share that light. Enjoy that warmth. Yeah. But share that warmth. Oh, my goodness. Sean, you brought up something last week that I, I love, and I, I really hadn't thought about it. But um, you were... As we were getting into the series, you're you're really excited about it, and then you thought, oh, you know, how do I how do I prove who Jesus is through this, well, and you know, kind of apologetics and science and that kind of thing. Um, but you, you know, uh, Lord kind of gave you a little message 
that morning, you know. Yeah, it's not you, about who the proof who Jesus is. It's just who is he to me? Yeah. And just, you know, what does he mean to me? And how, you know, so if somebody asks, and we talked about this earlier, how do you, you know, or my desire is if somebody asks you, who is Jesus to you, you're able to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we uh, the core values of who we are is part of this light because it shines that light of what the way you live. My life is so much better with Jesus than it ever was without him. My relationship with Julie is so much better with Jesus as that light uh, because it shows me so much how to live as a husband, how to be a father, how to be a friend. Um, you know, my past was not about friendships. It was about manipulating people to get what I needed out of that friendship. Mm-hmm. Where today I work on developing a mm. true friendship, a godly friendship. It's so much better. Yeah. And that light is just amazing because I tell you, I get, uh, I got chills earlier thinking about that, you know, thinking of the warmth, but it is so true though. The friendships that I have developed with the light of God shining, with Jesus being a part of that friendship has given me more joy, more warmth than mm. I could ever, mm. ever imagine. And that's exactly what he is trying to do. And the way you do this is, is by that personal relationship with him, mm. being in his word, allowing him to live through you. That one-on-one relationship with Jesus allows us to have a better one-on-one relationship with those here on this earth that God has placed in our presence. Um to be a part of our team, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, question that God gave Sean last week about who do you say that I am comes from Jesus saying that to his disciples. Yeah. And I think for each of us, uh, you know, those of you who are listening to us that you would uh, grapple with that question. Who do you say Jesus is? And especially in light of each of these uh, realities that reveal something about Jesus. So, you know, what does it mean to you that Jesus is the bread of life and that he, mm-hmm. that he actually brings satisfaction and contentment to your life, but that you would also ask that question, you know, how, how, how is he the light of your own life? How is he enlightening you? How is he shedding new light uh, on your life, but also on truth or on, you know, uh, living with others. But um, what does that mean to you that he is your light? Yeah, I am. Who am I to you? I, that's that's uh, it's, it's something that I think we all struggle with at times. Uh, you know, we know who God is. We know who Jesus is. But who is he truly to you? He's different for me than he is for you, Johnny. Mm-hmm. And he's different for, for you than he is for our members at Hope. And he's different for everybody. And that's one of the beautiful things about God. And if you go through the Old Testament, there's a lot of names God's called different names to different people, and those names have specific meanings to where those people are. God meets you where you are. He's going to meet you within what you need at that moment. And this light is a spiritual light of what you need right now. Mm -hmm. We talked about the bread of life last week. It was the bread that you needed for this meal at this moment to sustain you. Tomorrow, I will be your daily bread for tomorrow. Tomorrow, this light is going to be a different light. Same Jesus, same light coming in, but it's going to reveal something else to you Mm -hmm. because we're to grow. And the only way we can grow in this relationship 
is to have that conversation with him yeah. to understand who he is. Our encouragement to you, maybe do, do a little homework, but uh, you know, if you're really going to be uh, in the word, that's the way to be in the light. And uh, maybe you go to a, a website like BibleGateway.com or you, Excellent you go to, Bible. You go Excellent to website. Version, um, you know, the Version Bible app, whatever it might be. But go to one of those applications mm. and just put light in there and just do a <laughs> word study on light or, you know, enlightened, or, you know, whatever versions of that. And let that be your uh, study for the next few months so that you can truly allow God's word to, to be a light for your path. And I'll tell you what, the one thing to always remember uh, about your homework, all right, um, there's a lot of things in there. And yeah, Bible Gateway is a great app or a great website because you can come into it, you can find all different versions of the Bible through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, versions, an awesome you know app to have on your phone so you always have your Bible with you. So when you're at church and you're looking at your phone, the pastor doesn't think that you're texting somebody. You're actually looking at your phone. You're looking at the text. You know, I'm, the text. The text. The text. Um, but one thing that uh, when it comes to the light, uh, and the reason why we always encourage you to be in the Scripture, and the Scripture is your light, um, there's a great story in there about the ten virgins, about the five who maintain their lights, mm. and the five who let their lights burn out. Mm. And the five that did not allow, that let their lights burn out, were not ready when Jesus came. Mm. And, and folks, we want your light to be shining Want your oil to be, your lamps to be filled with oil mm. because it is so important for us. You are our one mm. out there. That's why we do this podcast. You know, we, we we're here weekly. We get this out. Our tech guy tries to get this out in a timely manner for you. Uh, but it truly is our way of allowing God's light to shine through our voices to the world. And uh, so we just uh, really want to encourage you to stay with us, please, mm-hmm. and stay with God, stay with Jesus, come to him and believe in him. So, but, uh, you know, I just want to say thanks for listening to Hope Anchors. Paul wrote in Romans fifteen four, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scripture and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. That's our absolute desire is to really give you something to just anchor your hope to. So don't give up. Keep looking up. And keep, keep hope, hope alive. alive. Amen. Thanks a lot, Johnny. Mm-hmm.